Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a master mindset coach and success strategist for entrepreneurial babes just like you. I absolutely love helping you uplevel your life, your business, your finances, and helping you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that you want. It is my duty and obsession to give you the tools, the resources, strategies, and teachings you need to manifest the reality of your wildest dreams. Think of this podcast as your daily dose of personal development to maximize your impact, your influence, and your income. If you're ready to get your ass kicked to the next level, then you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's begin. What is it that sets today's most successful online entrepreneurs apart from the rest? This is something that I became obsessed with figuring out back when I started my business in 2016. And then I met my business mentor, James Wedmore, in 2018, and it became crystal clear to me why I was all over the place, why I was launching way too many offers and working way too hard and getting little results to show for it. Since working with James back in 2018 up until now, not only did my business immediately triple in revenue, but I actually spent way less time working and finally got to experience the real freedom that I initially set out to create. James is hosting a totally free training coming up this week that will not only help you get the edge you need to succeed as an entrepreneur, but you'll also discover a proven five-step process for creating irresistible offers and get the keys to massively scaling your business without hustling to work more. If you're ready to stand out in your industry and level up your business in all the ways, this is the training for you. I would personally pay over $2,000 for this free training alone. I swear it is that good. You are going to be blown away and I am blown away every single year that I go back to this training. Day one of the training begins on Thursday, June 6th. So head over to manifestationbabe.com slash rise to sign up for James's free training now. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash rise. That's R-I-S-E, rise. Can't wait to see you there. Hello, gorgeous souls. It is Catherine from manifestationbabe.com. And I just wanted to thank you guys so, so, so much for all of the support that I receive every single day about my podcasts, whether it's via reviews or comments I get or messages I get, or just even in person and in passing how much my episodes inspire you. That means the freaking world to me. So thank you so much for downloading this episode. Thank you for pushing play and thank you for being here. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I don't know if you can sense it in my voice that I'm not my most upbeat self, but I promise you it is for a reason. It's for an intention. I am recording an episode um, being very real, raw, and vulnerable with you guys. 
And I don't know how this is going to go, but I promise you it's not going to be a downer. So if you think that you just pushed play on negative Catherine, I promise you that's not the situation. I will make sure to leave you uplifted and inspired and in a positive state by the end of the episode. But I did want to kind of access some of my real raw emotions and wanted to record this episode. I'm not doing it live stream style just because I have no idea what emotions I'm going to process today. Um, hopefully not many. And I just wanted to sit down here with you one-on-one, you know, just me and my microphone talking to you and, um, sharing with you an experience that I had this weekend where I took 10 steps back, you guys. And by 10 steps back, what I'm referring to is my forgiveness process and how this weekend I learned some new information. Um, You know, I was, to give you some backstory, I was in Las Vegas with my parents and um, this is something I swear must be like a Russian thing because Russians love to gamble penny slot style. Like my grandma, my mom, they just love to sit at slot machines and it's not like they have a problem. There is no gambling problem, but they just, um, whenever we go to Vegas, we just all get lost in the slot machines and we just have so much fun playing and only spend like, you know, you know how you win some, you lose some, you win some, you lose some. So in the end, it's almost like spending, I don't know, $200 total. Honestly, I think I was up by like $300. So I left making money, but like my parents will go to Vegas, eat food. They get um, free rooms, free, you know, buffets, free shows just so that they can play because Vegas does a lot of those um, things for their most like active players. And so this weekend was one of those weekends where my parents wanted to go to Vegas. And since we are just a four hour drive away, we decided to let them fly into, let them, we decided to allow them to um, fly into Burbank Airport, you know, come to our apartment, pick up Mila. If you don't know who Mila is, she is our white Audi R8, um, my special baby. I manifested her. It's been about three months, four months now that we've had her. And yes, I talk about her as if she's like a dog or a baby. I know, I know. Um, we, so my parents really wanted to drive her and uh, we let them take her from you know, our apartment to Vegas while we flew. And then on the way back, we drove her back to our home. And so we just got back from Vegas about two nights ago. And while we were in Vegas, um, you know, to give you a little bit more backstory, which I think I will share with you in just a second. So I'm just kind of like, I have no notes in front of me, guys. So I'm just like processing my story, my storytelling right now. So um, we were in Vegas, we were having a dinner together. I think it's like the second night because we were there for three nights. And my parents were bringing up some sensitive stuff around my ex because um, my ex-boyfriend is someone who I dated for six years before I met Brennan. And my parents are actually really good friends with him. I know it sounds weird. I promise you, like, it's not that weird. It's not as weird as it sounds. Um, I'm fully supportive of it. He's lived with us. He's lived with my parents for six years. He's now married. So he has a wife and my parents love to hang out with them. And it's just kind of like whatever. And my parents 
parents brought up a sensitive topic and my inner child came out, like my inner jealous child, you guys, the, the part of me that comes out every now and then when I need to heal it just a little bit deeper. I said something to my mom and my mom just looks at me and she's like, are you serious? And I'm like, what? And she's like, how could that even go through your head? How could you ever think? I think I said something like, mom, you better not love them more than you love me. You know, just like as a, as a little child would say. And she just like, she was like, I'm shocked. Like she was pissed. And I was like, okay, this is really weird. And then, um, you know, so we had this tough conversation. I start crying because I didn't want to upset my mom. I didn't want to see her mad. And then the next night we had another conversation. And then this conversation was when out of nowhere, we were just a huge emotional mess. And my mom revealed something to me about someone that I have already forgiven, aka my dad. And um, it was in that moment that she said something where my, all of that anger, right? Like when I talk about forgiveness and letting go of the resentment and the anger and freeing yourself from that person because they don't deserve to have that control over you. And when you're not forgiving them, they have all the control over you. And it's over something that happened in the past. Yes, it happened. 100% happened. We cannot deny that it happened, right? We all have trauma to some degree in our life. And we can't sit here and be like, oh, let's pretend like it didn't happen. It totally happened. But it's when we hold on to it and think that by holding on to it, we are gaining something in some way. We're actually at one of the biggest losses in our life when we continue to hold on to the emotions and the pains of the past. And we are held to our past via these invisible chains. And these invisible chains, they are just this illusion that we feel like we need to hold on to something. And by holding on to something, we're making that person wrong and we're making ourselves right. And we can just stay stuck in that story for the rest of our lives. And unfortunately, so many people do because it's comfortable. And a lot of people, no matter how painful their past is or no, no matter how painful um, a habit that they currently have or a pattern that they currently have, no matter how much something in the, currently in their life affects them, if it's all that they've ever known and if it's comfortable to them, they will actually stay there. So sometimes pain can be part of your comfort zone. And I always say... That when you forgive people, you are freeing yourself. It has nothing to do with them. It is you releasing yourself from their power and taking your power back. And so when my mom revealed something, which I, I, you guys, I can't tell you, unfortunately, at least, you know, until I have my mom's full support, which I don't know when, um, when she like shared a memory, you know, I have... I have, well, I'll get into that in just a second, but um, when she shared something, I felt all of that anger swell back into my heart. I felt all of the resentment come back. I felt that thick cord that I have been cutting constantly, just releasing that energy, releasing myself from my father, releasing, 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 letting go to the point where I freaking love the shit out of him. I haven't talked to him in two years, but when I think about my dad, I 
truly like love him. I just see, I have so much compassion from him. I think about, you know, where do you have to be in your headspace? Where, how much anger must you have in your heart to treat other human beings the way that you treated them? And I feel so bad for whatever happened to you in your childhood and whatever happened to you in your life that you felt the need to be an abusive father um, or to be an abusive husband. Um, Now I know also an abusive father. And so uh, it's like I just had so much love and compassion for him and completely have forgiven him. And through the forgiveness process, um, I've gotten to this place where I used to have abandonment issues. Like I used to have this fear that, you know, Brennan is going to fall out of love with me and leave me um, for someone else or for an idea of someone else or for, you know, whatever reason. And I used to be so fearful and I used to just want Brennan, especially in the beginning of a relationship, to just say, I love you to me and commit to me and give me, you know, say the right things, give me all the right uh, signs and everything that I needed to feel comfortable because I wanted to be comfortable. I felt so uncomfortable around men because I was always so fearful around being abandoned and being left and being unworthy and someone not liking me. And so there's a lot of things in our mix in my childhood. And back at Date with Destiny, when I was at a Tony Robbins event, he led us through, oh my God, so many great exercises. And one of them is actually directly from NLP that I've done before in the past because I'm Um, a master NLP practitioner. And so even though I use NLP intermixed or interspritzed, however you would say it in my work and my teachings, I'm not like a by the book NLP person. There's a lot of by the book NLP people. Um, I am not one of them. I like to take knowledge that I pick up from different places and make the most sense of it um, in the most practical way and teach it through that filter. Like how can we make this, you know, applicable in every single day life, not just in a textbook, but how can we bring it to the classroom? How how can we bring it to the bedroom, to the kitchen, to the living room, to the workspace, right? To the business. Um, and so he led us through this exercise. And I just remember it was this exercise where we went back to our very first memory. And it is in this very first memory where I realized that the reason why my dad and I couldn't have a relationship for some reason, like he just didn't try, right? He just did, he just, you can just tell that he loved me, but there was no effort. Um, And so I finally, through this exercise, put myself into his shoes and via his shoes, I saw guilt and shame. And I saw so much guilt and shame around how he treated me and my mom when we were young that um, he couldn't, he didn't know what to do with me. He didn't feel deserving of my love. He didn't feel deserving to talk to me, to, you know, call me more than once every three months, you know, cause he lives in Los Angeles. I used to live in Seattle for eight years. And so our level of communication was very, very slim. And when I did visit him, I would stay with him at, um, in his spare bedroom. I actually lived with him for two weeks when I, oopsie text messages, when I just moved to Los Angeles. Um, you know, so I spent some time with him, but we never had that like father daughter relationship. It was more like, Hey dude, what's up? Kind of like, okay, we know each other. We've known each other for a long time and you know, what's up? How's life? Whatever that kind of relationship. Um, and so where was I? Hold on. Yeah. So with my dad, um, I realized 
like through his own eyes how much guilt and shame he had and so that let me forgive him on an ultimate level and my life expanded you guys like you wouldn't believe this is why i bring forgiveness into rich babe and make sure the first thing we work on is forgiving your money story and this is why i bring forgiveness into manifestation babe academy because i'm a big believer that a lot of us are trying to manifest our best lives using a very dirty magnet and dirty you know just means that we have this I see it as like um, a magnet in our hearts and this magnet is the attractor of whatever we put out into the universe, right? So whatever thoughts, whatever beliefs we have, we put that out into the universe and this magnet attracts into our life like things. And a lot of us are putting out really good, you know, technically really good thoughts and we're focusing on the right thing, but we keep attracting the same shitty situations. We keep attracting the same patterns, the same crappy relationships, the same toxic relationships. We keep attracting the same, um, you know, negative money experiences and so on and so forth. It's because even though we're doing the right things like building vision boards and saying our affirmations and taking courses and hiring coaches and doing all these things that look great on paper, our magnets, aka our hearts, are still a little bit dirty. And by dirty, what I mean is there's still anger, resentment, shame, guilt, whatever. Negative emotion is still inside. And you can clear all this with forgiveness. But forgiveness is not an easy process, you guys. And I would never say that you just forgive, you know, the most horrendous thing in your life once and then you'll be done because it is a process and it took me many, many years to get to where I was in January of this year. And so when my mom shared that with me, shared that insight to some memories I've had in the past. And just to give you a little bit more context, especially maybe this is your first episode or maybe you just came across me and maybe you don't know my full story. Um, But just to give you a little bit of a background, like when I think of my childhood, before the age of 10, I don't remember much. In fact, I just see this black cloud and I have a couple memories that I thought were dreams. And when I asked my mom, like, why did I dream this? She's like, oh, because it actually happened. And so I actually spent a lot of my time um, in my childhood, in my imagination. And in my imagination, The reason why I spent so much time there is because I could escape. It was my way of escaping. And I would be the biggest daydreamer. Like, I remember teachers would always knock me down on my report card saying, Catherine's not paying attention to class. Catherine spends too much time doodling or looking out the window. Or she's just like, her head is constantly in the clouds. And I know now that because life was so chaotic um, and there was a lot of stress and I remember a lot of loud noises, like I remember pots and pans being thrown. I remember seeing yellow pages. You guys know the big books, the big yellow pages books being thrown across the room, like my parents throwing objects at each other. Um, I remember a lot of fights between my parents and, you know, I also remember a lot of my mom and I might get emotional here, like my mom holding me and crying and I would be crying. And I think back, like, especially the context I have right now, why was, why were we both crying? It makes no sense, right? Why would, you know, when babies cry and when kids cry, 
um, typically the parent is rocking them because the kid is crying and the kid can cry for so many reasons, right? You fall, you didn't get enough food, you didn't get the cookie you wanted, right? There's so many reasons, but now I look back and I remember so many memories of my mom also crying with me and just so many loud noises and so much yelling. And I have a lot of context to that now. Um, and the reason why I put on 30 pounds by the time I went into middle school, like on my tiny little frame, I don't know if you guys, whoever's ever seen me in person or ever met me in person, like I am five, five and I have very, very, very small bones. Like my wrists are super duper tiny. And so I'm very small framed. I'm, I'm at a healthy weight. Like I'm about 125, 130 pounds for five, five. Um, but my bone structure is freaking tiny. So if I gain any weight, it looks like two pounds can look like 20 pounds on me. So it's crazy. And which is why I'm like so passionate about, you know, watching what I eat and making, making sure I eat healthy because I can freaking go off the deep end so fast. And I've done that. By the time I got into middle school, I used food as a way of coping with my childhood. I, I'm finally making the connections now, guys. It's not like I knew what was going on as a child. I would just eat because eating felt good, right? I would read a lot of books. The reason why I'm such a book nerd, you guys, you know, I see a lot of our childhood and a lot of the experiences that we've had mold us into the people that we are today and create that identity, our first identity, because I've since then changed my identity in so many different ways. In fact, to the point where my mom um, also was talking to Brennan about how she doesn't even know who I am anymore because she's like, I didn't raise this person. Like this person is a completely different person. The girl that I raised was very shy, very, um, she lived in a shell. She never spoke up. And now, you know, whoever you're marrying right now is someone who sits and talks in front of thousands of people, you know, um, shares so much of her life. She's very open. She's very the opposite of a shell. So it's really cool to see that the identity work that I'm so passionate about with my clients and my students and with you guys, it really does work. Like whatever you say after I am does determine your destiny. But my identity, my first identity was very like shy, overweight child, very sheltered. And it's because it was shaped by my childhood. I became a bookworm, which now works in my favor, obviously. But initially I read a lot of fiction books like Harry Potter, a lot of fantasy novels. Like I was very fascinated and enamored with fantasy novels because that was my form of escape. Um, that was what kept my mind out of, you know, so-called reality at that time, which reality was very, very scary. It was very stressful. Um, it was just really, really, really hard. And so, you know, thankfully all that stuff worked in my favor. That's just another example of how life always happens for you and how everything that you go through as a child, you know, a lot of people ask me and let me get really real and transparent with you guys and share my opinion on something that I don't often share because it's such a sensitive topic and people really freak out about this topic. And I get asked like, you know, Catherine, you know, little kids who get abused or little kids who get sexually, um, you know, sexually abused or sexually assaulted and little kids who go through trauma, you know, how do they manifest that? And I don't believe that the 
kid sat there, you know, being like, oh, I hope I get hit today or I hope I get raped today or I hope, you know, they don't, kids are incapable of that. But what kids are, are extensions of their um, parents and their family's beliefs and realities and even fears. And sometimes kids can pick up really, really dark energy and and, and, and this is the biggest one of all, you guys, is that we manifest the very negative experiences that we need to create the most positive life if we choose to be empowered by our past. I believe that the greatest people on this planet have the darkest path pasts because they manifested the very dark past that they needed to be the most phenomenal, unstoppable, strong adults that they could ever possibly be. And I believe that um, the reason why I had such a childhood is because my compassion for humanity now and my my desire and my drive to transform people is so insatiable. Like I, when I see people in pain, I want to help them. When I see people tormented over their past, I want to help them. When I see people having belief systems that are literally working against them, I want to help them. This is just part of me. I wake up every single morning. I don't have to put on a hat that says, okay, today I have to put on a hat so that I can get to work and change people's lives. It's just a part of me. It's who I am. I don't even have to try to be this way. And so I know that I manifested this past for all the right reasons. And this weekend, learning some new information that was just, you guys, like I went into such a dark place to where I've been on and off crying for the last 48 hours, unable to process what my mom told me, and feeling like I went 10 steps back to where all of a sudden I resent my dad again. And uh, all of that forgiveness work that I did pretty much backtracked and I have taken 10 steps back. But I know the reason why I took 10 steps back and the reason why the universe knew that I was ready to hear this or I was ready to learn this or I was ready to have this conversation was because this is going to be the next level of forgiveness for me. I was sharing this with um, actually one of my Manifestation Babe family members. That's what I call my team. They're my family. And she was sharing something about how she needs to um, process some more forgiveness stuff and she has more healing to do when I tell her, hey girl, like we all do. And at a dinner that we were at on Saturday when we came back from Vegas, I shared with her kind of what I learned and what happened. And she was like, oh my God, Catherine, what are you going to do? Like, how do you forgive that? And, you know, is it even necessary? She's like, holy shit, is it necessary that we know every little detail that happens to us from the past um, in order to overcome everything and heal? And I immediately told her no, because up until that point, up until Friday night of this week, I felt amazing. I felt happy. I felt fully free, aligned, unstoppable. And so knowing that I already felt good means that I can do it again. And just because I took 10 steps back means that I get to go 10 layers deeper into the wound. And by going 10 layers deeper into the wound, guess what? When I heal that, if I thought I felt free before, if I thought I was happy, if I thought that I was powerful before, I cannot wait for how I feel after. 
I cannot wait to see how this shoots me forward like a slingshot. Because think about how slingshots work. You gotta, you know, you gotta be drawn back a little bit before you're shot forward, right? With anything, think of a slingshot as a kid, or sometimes um, I'll slingshot things at Brennan when we're playing around with each other using my my hair ties. But like, think about when you're launching something, it's got to go a little bit back, about 10% back before it launches, you know, a good amount forward. And that happens in life, you guys. That happens in life with our emotions, with our past, with forgiveness, with our relationships, with our um, businesses. It happens with our health sometimes. Sometimes, you know, when you're sick. Um, I don't know if you've ever felt this phenomenon, but this is something my mom shared with me um, before, and it's always been in the back of my mind that when you are overcoming an illness, the right before it gets better, right before you turn around and start feeling better, you're going to feel the absolute worst because sometimes things need to take 10 steps back to fully heal in order to be shot hundred steps forward. And so now you guys, even though I am healing so much and I am in pain and I am, um, feeling a bit down and a bit low and I've been on and off crying every time I think about it and it's been like a nightmare replaying over and over and over again in my head like I will be in a conversation with someone and then I hear my mom's voice saying what she said and all of a sudden I get like my skin freaking crawls you guys it's that bad my skin crawls and I'm just like oh my god and then I break down crying and people ask me, Catherine, are you okay? Why are you crying? And I'm like, yes, I'm okay. And so even though I'm in the process of healing, I know that I've, I've done it before. I can do it again. And I also want to remind you that every time you go one layer deeper and you heal another part of you guys, your life freaking expands. It expands in such an amazing way. And every time you work on actively forgiving and actively clearing the resentment and the hate and the judgment out of your heart, you will become a magnet for everything that it is that you want. And time and time again, I've proven this to myself. It doesn't have to be a childhood trauma that you heal. It doesn't have to be something major that you forgive. If for instance, you don't have that experience, thank God, you know, maybe it's something like an interaction you had with someone last night, or it could be, um, a way that you reacted to your children this morning or a way that you reacted to your, um, to your parents, you know, sometimes our parents get on our nerves and actively working on even forgiving the little things gets us primed to forgive the bigger things. And forgiveness is a daily process. And I personally use a lot of cord cutting. I use Ho'oponopono, which um, is basically this ancient Hawaiian practice of forgiveness using a phrase that goes something like this, which is, I forgive you. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. And I forgive you means that I am freeing myself. Um, I'm sorry means I'm sorry that I let it get in my way that I gave you all my power and I'm now taking my power back. Thank you means thank you for the experience because honestly, you guys, we manifest everything in our life um, uh, to make it better. We manifest all the right experiences. And as long as we see those experiences as empowering, that's how we're going to get an empowering meaning out of it. And when we get an empowering meaning out of it, that's how we're going to create an empowering life because we're going to feel empowering emotions. And you guys know that emotions and feelings and thoughts are how you manifest things into your reality. So again, it doesn't necessarily mean because some people have the same traumatic experience and they 
um, just become the victim of it and they allow it to be their story and the very reasons and you know the main reason why they're not achieving their dreams or the main reason why they're not happy and so those people create a disempowering meaning out of it and because they create a disempowering meaning out of it that past still controls them so it's still a choice for you to choose whether it's going to be an empowering situation in your life or a disempowering situation in your life, right? There's no guarantees in seeing it that way. It has to be your conscious choice. And so, you know, we really do manifest all the right things for the right reasons. And so thank you, thank you, thank you, universe, for this experience, even though it caused me so much pain in my life. Um, the freedom that it creates for me is even grander than the pain. And so thank you. And, you know, just thanking everything, thanking yourself for overcoming it, thanking yourself for your strength. And then I love you is pretty much because love heals all. And in love, there's an absence of fear, absence of judgment, absence of ego. When you cover anything with love and compassion when you love yourself and have compassion for yourself you can transcend any limitation that you have and it's a beautiful thing and so I use Ho'oponopono you guys and you know people ask me like is there a different healing process for the big stuff versus the small stuff and it's the same with manifestation you guys you know when I how I talk about manifesting in levels like starting with the smallest things and then working your way up to bigger and bigger things well it's the same thing here you can start with forgiving yourself for you know the tone of voice that you had when you spoke to your husband this morning and then you can work your way up using that energy of like oh that felt really good and you can then transpose it to the bigger things or you can just every single day just try just just say i forgive you i'm sorry thank you i love you and send love and light to whatever it is that you're forgiving it can be a version of yourself it can be someone who hurt you it can be um, a decision you made it can be anything honestly anything that puts any kind type of negative energy into your heart you can forgive and let it go and then i just do like basic cord cutting and just covering myself with light and love and every day i'm just inviting more and more of that healing energy into my life and you do this all via intention so it doesn't have to be this long complicated process and you don't even need your sage or need your incense or need any special tools you can just use your own intention and i recommend that at any point in time it doesn't have to be a special time in the day you guys i forgive all the live long day Every day I use the two energies of transformation, which is forgiveness and gratitude. So every moment that I can thank the universe for something, I will. And every moment that I can forgive someone or re-forgive someone or forgive myself, I will. And it is a daily process, you guys. And so if you do have a situation in your life, you know, who is this podcast episode for? Well, if you do have something in your life where you feel like you've taken 10 steps back, I want to remind you to not be so hard on yourself and I want to remind you that it's okay to be human and even if you are a coach yourself and an influencer of inspiration um, and you teach these principles to other people, which I know a lot of you do, um, whether it is via your business or just at home to your kids, right? You're trying to teach your kids these principles and your family and influence the your your loved ones and the people you hold dearest to your heart. Um, even if you are a teacher of these principles, I want to remind you that you're still a human being and by you acknowledging the fact that you're still doing the work makes you so much more credible than if you were to just do it once, get over it, and then just teach it and sit on your soapbox and make sure that everyone else is changing their life, but 
you can't go through the shit because you've already gone through it. And if you go through the shit, then you are a bad coach, right? Or you're a bad spiritual teacher or the universe is punishing you for some reason because you should be free of the stuff since you're helping other people overcome it. That's not how it works. And it's okay to be a human being and it's okay to backtrack, okay? I don't want you to ever think that taking 10 steps back means that you failed because only the most successful people get put through the slingshot. And so if any area of your life, whether you are resonating with me right now on, you know, a childhood trauma or a past, um, a dark past or a mistake that you made or a relationship or just anything that you feel like you've taken 10 steps back in, I just want to remind you that your 100 steps forward is just around the corner and you're about to be shot forward and it's going to be the most beautiful thing that's ever going to set you free. And the freedom, the level of freedom and exhilaration and excitement and enthusiasm and how you're going to feel about your life is going to transcend every pain that you've ever had. And I just want to say, guys, that I love you so much and I'm so grateful for your support with this podcast, your support um, with my courses, your support with my teachings and just whether you've ever purchased anything from me or you have been just an active loyal listener or an active loyal follower, um, you know, any kind of support that you've ever given me, I just want to thank you so much. And I'm so blessed to be on this journey with you. And I'm so blessed that I have gotten over myself and over this fear of being vulnerable with you and over this fear of not being transparent with you and over this fear of, you know, being like this perfect, magnificent, you know, human being that everything is always perfect for. And I want to remind you that I'm not perfect. And thank you so much for going on this imperfect journey with me. And thank you so much for um, just all the love that I've received. And I want to make sure that you know that you are loved too. And whether we know each other or we don't know each other, and I don't know how long you've been listening to me for, but I just, I do want to say that every single morning I pray for all of you and I send you love and light and compassion. And I know that you're going to have an amazing day today, an amazing week, and that's going to translate into an amazing month, an amazing year, and an amazing life. And I will thank you so much if you choose to screenshot this episode right now and share it with someone that you love on your Instagram story or grab the link to it, you know, whether you're on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, however you're listening to me, if you just send this episode to a friend, maybe someone who's struggling with forgiveness too, or maybe someone who just needs um, some inspiration today and just know that they are on the right path too. And I also really appreciate your five-star reviews on this podcast because it's because because of you that this podcast is being found by more and more people and more and more people are able to take that power back to themselves and manifest the reality wilder than their wildest dreams. So I love you. I hope you have an incredible day. Thank you for your support and I will talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up some extra inspiration on Instagram by searching at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.